fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Oh, oh yeah. yes indeed, we motherfuckers. Episode, and I've had a lot of whiskey already. <laughs> I wish everyone could have seen that. Maybe Dan will black out this episode. Uh, and then we'll, have, then we'll have Dan's apology. Great. Oh man, well, here we are back Dan will in the wind garage. Up in jail. <laughs> it would be the first time. You know, people say it would be the first time. No, it would be my first time in prison. So yeah. that's pretty cool. So it's fucking snowing outside, like a lot. Tomorrow it's gonna be fifty degrees. No yeah. But yeah, never mind. This week it's supposed to be seventy. But never mind climate change arguments. You know, I mean that's that's not a real thing or anything. It's Jeez. a hoax. <laughs> but uh, this is who invited this guy. I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And tonight we are going to talk about the thing that oversees all of us as the people and how fucked up it is. And of course we're talking about the justice system. Ooh. That that lingering background thing that you oh, the real reason you don't do bad shit is not because you're a good person. Because you just don't want to go to fucking jail. Yeah, you, you know don't I mean? want to have to deal with the bullshit that yeah. is the American I justice system. I am way system. too pretty to go to jail. I <laughs> oh. get raped Dude, they so would, fast. they would use me as currency in prison. Like, it would be fucking horrible. Like, they yo, I'll trade you like this game, dude. They tissue. Yeah. All day. Like, the reason I don't rob... There's a whole nice section of town up the street. Big old houses. And I know a bunch of them are probably way too arrogant to even lock their doors. <laughs> I don't not break into them because I feel bad for them. Because I don't want to take from them. It's because I don't want to go to fucking prison. But I could really use the fucking money. Yeah. But what I don't need is to get raped in the ass. <laughs> I do not need that. Repeatedly. I think when you ask someone what the worst thing about prison is, you know, who's never been there, they're going to say the rape. Number one the, answer the, is probably raping. the worst thing there. The raping. I wonder, on average, what percentage of prisoners are raped in prison? Do you think it's probably like 30, like 20 or 30 percent? I'd have to say it's got to be at least a fifth. Especially, the, I'll say a fifth of the yeah, newcomers. 20%. A fifth of the newcomers got to really... Take the comments. Right. So you know I, mean? I was listening to another podcast. Shout out to the Church of What's Happening right now. They don't need a shout out. What's up, Joey, guys? Joey Coco Diaz is the fucking man. Yeah, he doesn't need He's one. He's the funniest fight. man alive. He had a, a guy on the other day who was uh, in prison, and the way he explains it is there are three kind of people in prison. There are sheep, and the sheep get eaten by the wolves who travel in packs, mm -hmm. and the lions who stand alone. Ah. So uh, those are the be a three lion. kind of people yeah. you get. Yeah. Well, yeah, to be a lion... It's difficult to beat an entire pack beat, of wolves. You gotta beat the fuck out of everyone else yeah. to become a lion. And I'm no Mufasa, that's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah. Oh, before we get too deep into this, tonight's episode of Who Invited This Guy Ooh, is brought to you by... following suit. Look yeah. at that shit. Evan Williams got a little half pint nipper nipper. Nice. You know what I mean? Or I started a little sip skis on that because Gosh. I have like this irritating throat itch so yeah. I'm like trying to numb it still getting rid of the tickle <coughs> with the whiskey and I mean Fuck but uh, yeah. what else we got going on Potsy um, I brought some new Amsterdam gin and <laughs> I'm already mush mouth I brought new Amsterdam gin uh, to put into my LaCroix and we still have uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka, mm -hmm. which uh, has been on the table for oh, a few yeah. episodes now. I didn't see that show. And I did bring 
from the Cape May Brewery, keeping it as local as possible, the Cape May IPA. And these are nice. ice cold from sitting in the snow, gentlemen. I, I will so take a sip. I can't have a whole one, but I'll sure, take a here, sip. Give it, give it also, a have the suitcase of founders going on. Same shit. IPA. Day. Hey, man. IPA. You bring you you have stayed steady and bringing a 15-pack oh. every time. <laughs> I've heard bad things about Cape May, and this beer really <laughs> confirms that those people are full of shit. Yeah. That's, that's delicious. That's a good IPA. I, and it's not like... It would probably be better in a bottle, because this is can. No, I love cans. Oh, do you? Yeah. I like cans. cans. Sunlight in them. See, yeah. I like cans mm. when I'm really going to town on beers, because I just feel... At the end of a beer, when you get to crush it, you feel like you're a... Officially yeah, finished. Like a fucking man. Yeah. Um, I want to bring something up, Josh. Uh, a ooh, seven, eight, nine episodes ago, I argued with you about something, and you were correct. Ooh, pot. So really? I humble. I want to. I, what yeah, I, was I'm gonna, it? I'm going to do the humble. You said that there is a hop called the Nugget Hop. Yeah. I said that no, the Nugget is uh, what they're putting in. It's That's a pellet hop that I was thinking of. There is indeed Nugget hops, and I do believe that Cape May uh, IPA has some Nugget hop in it. It tastes like it. I get like so that. drunk during these that I have no recollection of this conversation <laughs> at all. I and may have he even... was drunk when he listened to the episode yeah. later. I may have even re-listened to this episode and I still have no recollection of this whatsoever. So yeah, Potts was wrong. Fuck him, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. oh, all right. Fuck me, I admitted I was wrong. Thanks, fuck you. Bro. I do, I do want to say, I got re-mad at you all over again listening to this car. <laughs> I was like, that fucking pussy and his fucking Trump card. Like, I'm in my car like <laughs> Never yeah, yeah. used. No, yeah. you did at the end. No, put, I didn't. Yes, you did. You used no, it at the end. I just you listened to this shit today. On that you you used it at the end because we got through the make a meal, and I said, no, he ain't getting hot sauce. And then I handed you a spoon, and you said, now that I got the spoon in my hand, I'm going to use my trump card and put hot sauce on this. Oh, yeah. I did? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I was drunk, and I was really fucked oh, up when we, I listened to that we episode. We were all fucked that episode. No, that, so that much beyond fun. fucked. I hurt. For two days after that, you hurt for two days after that. I was that. on and medication. Two days after that, Josh went to the hospital. Yeah, I was on medication for like a week and a yes, half. Yes, you after were. That. <laughs> so that was fun. Let me uh, let me bring this up real quick, just to get us into the whole justice system thing. Are, are you guys so tired of people getting locked up for marijuana offenses? Uh, haven't we it's, gotten? It has to go. It's I mean, going away. Haven't we gotten fucking past this yet? I mean, you still see people getting locked up. I don't even give a fuck if you had like a pound on you, like. Give us a fuck. I it's actually, pot. I actually watched something on this today where they were talking about um, they did all these different tests on marijuana in like uh, Colorado and shit. They're starting to really scientifically test the product to find out if it's good, if it's bad, if it's bad, how bad it is. Safer than and cigarettes, safer than alcohol. What they said about that, about especially your lungs inhaling burning marijuana, is that there are carcinogens of course. in marijuana yeah. smoke you that can't can inhale, cause lung cancer. You can't inhale any type of smoke and expect it to be a good outcome. However... You know at the same time you're inhaling these carcinogens, you're also inhaling cannabinoids <laughs> and THC, both which fight against so many different kinds of cancers, including lung cancer. So <laughs> right. you're, it's a double-edged sword. You're smoking the carcinogens, but then you're killing the cancer cells, so you probably <laughs> won't ever get lung cancer unless you smoke a lot of it. Blunt after blunt after blunt. It's kind of like... I do like, not smoke blunts. It's kind of like when you haven't gotten laid in six months and you finally decide just to dip it into a fat chick. Yes, yeah. you are hurting your body. 
in so many ways and hurting your mind. We're the same. constantly talking about fat females. But, but at the same time, you are releasing the venoms you need to get out. Our so. lesbian yeah, exactly. listener base is zero. Right. Zero. <laughs> so before we get too far off topic, I want to bring up... Um, I, I, I got a long-winded one here, so I'll use this as my Eric Tufer. Ah, here we fucking go again. <laughs> it's not going to be two, back. though. It's just it's one. fucking back. So, uh, I was listening to this British guy, and um, if I remember to, I'll actually tag him in an Instagram post uh, with his picture to give him credit on this. I'm already interested because he's British, um, and they just sound more intelligent when they talk. So, this guy makes the point that... Uh, a lot of other countries, uh, not a lot, a few other countries have actually made uh, really large steps in fixing uh, drug problems. So okay. I, this is in a roundabout way talking about the jail system, and I'll get, yeah, I'll hey, get to that. So go explain. Keep on going. You're doing great. So what they do is, in these uh, countries, they have open drug policies. Now, you can't walk around with heroin. You can't do heroin in your home, but they have a heroin center. You can't do heroin at the local coffee shop or the right. pizza place. What so a you're society. really going to walk to the heroin center every time you want to <laughs> fucking shoot up in your house and you're like, it's, oh, damn it. I got to go three blocks down and two blocks over and then walk home. Well, no, here's you're going to fucking fish out on your floor. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Would it be and, great to meet your favorite neighbor at the heroin center? That'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Like, so, Dude! I really so like Ted. You know why? He doesn't bother anyone. Just kind of sits on his couch. <laughs> fucked up all the time. We hang out at the heroin center all the time. It's great. Right, so the stigma is that if you get rid of the drugs, you'll get rid of the drug addicts. And that's obviously never going to work. Bullshit. And it hasn't worked since Nancy Reagan. Just so you know. Because people so always find a way to do the illegal thing. Yeah. You can make it illegal all fucking day. We'll find a way. So you've got these centers where these people can go to shoot up. They, uh, <laughs> they go. Sorry. They shoot up. Uh, they're given whatever dose they want. They can have as much heroin as they want, and what they're and it's seeing all free. Yet is, I can't find mental health. I can't find mental health help for my bipolar <laughs> yeah. issue without going through fucking loops, circles, and all hell to be able to get like diagnosed medicine at a normal price for my mental thing that I was born with that I can't control. But if you're a heroin addict, fuck it. Here's some fucking heroin. Here's some needles. Here's a safe space. Right, have let, some let fun. Let me finish. You know cranky. what I'm thinking? You know so, what I'm thinking with this with this whole idea that you're like with the free heroin and shit. It just makes me think of Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, right? And the whole time they're just, they're craving this thing, and they finally get it at the end, and they go on this whole trip and go through all these crazy things. And what I'm saying is they need to make a heroin movie where a bunch of heroin addicts find out about this country that has free heroin and they just fucking all commune there. I don't want to just... watch Josh, Dan, and Eric go to Columbia. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible movie. That's right. pain, Dan. Can, oh, shit. Can I finish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please continue. I'm so sorry. No, it's a long-winded point. I, I'm going to forget nah, where I'm that's at. that's cool. We just like so to trail off. They go and... Uh, what they're finding in these heroin centers is that if you put... Uh, I, I need to digress for a second. So sure. you, you look at the prison camps they have in, uh, say, Texas. Now, these people... And, and I'm paraphrasing this guy. Uh, he puts these women out on road, uh, road crew work. So they're out picking up trash on the side of the road wearing pink shirts that say, I'm a junkie. That's or... Awesome. 
You know, yeah, and we think as Americans that that's the way to do it. Right. But that's isolating that person. So they are then isolating themselves, isolating themselves, isolating themselves. They're isolated in jail. They're in a cell. Um, this is causing more problems. Now to go to a third point. I'm going to wrap around to a full point here. I swear to God, just follow me. I'm learning, brother. Keep now, going. I heard there this was, There was an experiment that uh, if you put a rat in a cage... Uh, it was in the 70s. If you put a rat in a cage and give it a full bowl of food and a water bottle laced with heroin and a water bottle with just water, the rat will drink the heroin and die in, like, <laughs> weeks instead of its, you know, two-year lifespan. It's not that funny, but cool. Sorry. <laughs> now, all right, so that's the thing. Now, if you take the heroin out of the cage, it doesn't have the option for heroin. It's going to drink the water. It's going to live two years, Right. Right. <laughs> Well, a scientist comes along and he says, well, wait a second. So what you're saying is you put a rat alone in a box it's an intelligent with animal. food and water and a substance that will allow it to be intoxicated. Of course he's got the are, intoxicated. Are you, are you crazy that you think? So now what this guy does, he, he makes a rat utopia. They call it rat heaven in the experiment. Okay. So there's uh, colorful balls. There's a ball, you know, stuff for it to run in. Big hunks of cheese. Yeah, there's rats, other rats for it to fuck. (laughs) Yeah. They put a full food bowl, a heroin water, and water. Well, guess what? It didn't go for the heroin water. The rats will occasionally go over and tick, tick, tick. Take a little bit of heroin water. Because every now and then your but, rat wife yeah, does every, threaten divorce and you need some heroin. Every once right. in a while you want to get fun. Now, uh, they say like 17% of the rats will just go to the heroin. Uh, and you know what junkie going to do? What a junkie going to do? <laughs> Ain't that but, the fucking truth? The majority of the rats just live a normal life and once in a while get intoxicated. So the proof is in the pudding. I mean... Now, you go back to my previous point of the woman who's, I've, I'm a junkie on her shirt. You're putting her in a box. You're labeling her with, you know, like, you're putting her in a box within a it's box a within shame. a box. She gets out of jail. She is <laughs> ten times the junkie that she went in as, and she hasn't had heroin because for three years. Because she's been programmed to believe that that's all she is. Exactly. Right. That makes so, sense, actually. Instead of putting these people in jail, now, in wait, now, let me, now let me go back to my original story that I started with. Instead of putting them in jail for that heroin addiction, help them with the heroin addiction. Say, okay, listen, we know you're a junkie, but you're not just a junkie. So here's a counselor. Now go talk to the counselor. Oh, when you're done with the counselor. No, 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 no. Go talk to the counselor. You'll get your heroin. But go talk to the counselor. Someone who's going to give you support. Someone who's going to show you that there's other people that care about you. Then, they, they're they not isolated from their families. They're not isolated from their friends. They're not isolated from society. So that when they come out of jail, they are permanently isolated from their family, their friends, and their community. Think about it. When you go to jail, you have that stigma. So when you yes. come out of jail, you're stuck with that stigma. For you're a fucking, fucking junkie for life. You're a convicted felon. <laughs> exactly. So what these people do is they give them heroin. Now they're seeing that there is a recidivism rate, but there's. Uh, they said since the program started in, and again I'm paraphrasing, and I only listened to it once, so I don't have the, all the facts. Maybe um, the program started in like 2012. 
only like five or eight percent of the original people from that program are still in that program. Everyone else has gotten off of heroin. And now, love the fucking story, by the way. So, why do you think in scumbag capitalist America that we don't do that? What's the real simple answer? Because, because prisons make prisons money. Prisons are profit. Yes. Prisons for make profit. There's, money, Dan. There's no money to be made in helping people. <laughs> exactly. That's ridiculous. Well, Why I mean, would the, we do that? The countries I'm talking about also have universal health care, too. Right. So. Yep. Psychiatrist for someone who's going through heroin, you know, like a heroin problem? No. Cost money. Well, didn't... Well, the one thing that we're trying in this country uh, that may help the justice system be less fucked... Uh, is it Maryland or Massachusetts? One of the affluent areas, I, so I would believe Massachusetts. There's a county in Massachusetts that is trying universal income. It's, it's only $15,000 a year. It's only $15,000 a year. And there's really no good studies that have come back from it yet. But what they're hoping is that people have that $15,000 a year to afford the bare necessities and Still that they will the bare want no no I'm talking that literally bare that necessities now nah, that that doesn't it still doesn't I, I'm not I'm not trying to argue with for you for one I'm person saying. it does not nah, for a family not 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 Massachusetts especially that's an expensive state I, I, I mean, don't think it's I think it's what's the northern one okay think about it yeah, that is Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Let's, okay let's say you spend a thousand dollars a month in rent <clears throat> right there that's Two thirds, ten thousand, no, twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, out of your fifteen thousand dollars a year in rent. Okay, but you it's not. You're, I'm talking bare minimum. So a five hundred dollars studio apartment. There's no such thing anymore. And I'm not really? trying again. I'm really not trying to argue with you. All right. So I'm, the point being, they're getting yeah, yeah, literally they're just right, just a universal income. So no <coughs> matter what, if you're a junkie or if you're a Wall Street executive, right. you're getting fifteen thousand dollars a year from the state. And they're just trying it. They're trying to see what happens. Now, are Wait, the on top of whatever money you make from your job? Yes, it is oh, okay. guaranteed. I was gonna say because that sounds like communism to me, but yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> not. It's it's different. It's uh, it's Socialism. well, and it would be a yeah, it would be a Marxist. Do you guys know what? Do you guys know what health insurance is for a family of three right now? Oh, insane! I can only imagine. I'm if it weren't for the, my I company, want you to guess what the monthly cost is for a family of three because I don't have to cover Bryce. Because his father covers him. A thousand dollars a month, just slightly lower, eight hundred a month. Well, I know if it wasn't for my company paying like at least uh, two thirds of my medical insurance, that I'd be out at least four hundred dollars a month for it's, myself. That's absolutely insane. for yourself, right? It's for yourself. That's for me, it. it's like two hundred a month. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm at about a uh, hundred and eighty a month. It's yeah. fucking and it's because insane. my company covers a good portion of it. So, <coughs> back to the. Uh, Back to the yeah, justice, justice system. system. Right, so let's stay on track with that. So, And I agree with that. It's just the problem is, of course, finding how do you find a way to keep the interest in the people who are suffering when there's no money to be made in a capitalist society? Like, you've got people who are suffering going through shit, and if there's no money, Carlin says about homelessness. You know why there's no war on homelessness? No money to be made. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the real truth. Well, that's why I want our country to take a step towards socialism. I don't want a fully socialist <coughs> state, but capitalist democracy is not working. You know what it is? And, and I agree with you. And and I hate calling it socialist. I hate calling it communist. I hate calling it capitalist. I just want shit to be affordable, and that's possible no matter what kind of economy you have. 
because the government has so much fucking money. Like, we don't have, we don't even have to be socialists. You don't even have to pay extra to help others. The government has so much fucking money, they could just do it. They could just cover we could, it. Well, we could cut our military spending in half. And, and still, still be spend the most more than anyone else in the world, yep. and have an extra two hundred billion we'd still dollars. Be the to go most, to yeah. We'd still be the most militant, powerful country in the fucking yep. world. What are twenty eight percent of our GDP goes to military? Let me just put it this way: we spend we spend more, more money than the next ten. No, more than the next twenty three countries combined. Twenty three. Twenty three. Countries combined, the next twenty-three allies or countries who are like we spend more than them on defense. When are those numbers from? Because when China was the last two thousand eleven? With okay. all this, China, China, China like, is climbing the charts very quickly, so that, like that may not be it's, accurate. It's right? old, but money, it's not that old. It's two thousand like eleven. Uh, that's, that's old. In this. Okay, but let's with say all this money being spent on defense, how many times have we been attacked in the past hundred years? Never. Um, Pearl Harbor, which was known about and probably set up. Yep. <laughs> That's you it. You could say 9-11, but that was a terrorist Conspiracy. attack. I don't count 9-11. Yeah, so zero times we've been attacked in the I mean, past. Because I know, I know, I know plenty of times when, when three Where's... guys with box cutters stopped 200 people. Wait a second. Yeah. There it is. The tinfoil is still here. All right. It's still here. Um, All signs point to the fact that 9-11 was a false flag operation. Yeah, absolutely. Still, yeah, yeah, of course. Coming for me. Knowing that, I mean, we can just put that to the side. Am I leaving? I'm leaving this out. We can. No, I'm not going off on that. I'm just saying we can put that to the side. Put the tinfoil down. All right, I'll put the tinfoil down. Jesus Christ, what was that? We could cut our defense spending in half since we've only been attacked once in the past hundred years by Japan in Pearl Harbor, which we probably could have defended against with about three, four million dollars in weapons. You know, if we, if we had spent especially then three or four million dollars in weapons to defend against the one time our country was attacked, the rest of the billions of dollars a year that we spend on defense when we aren't defending against anything could be put into housing the homeless, free college education, well, not free health care for everyone. With the, the way the government's so fucked up, we're not only spending all of that money, but they need to spend that money so they get the same budget the next year. So what we're also doing is we're making all these planes and we're making ships and we're making tanks and we're making... Uh, anti-aircraft shit. Like, we keep making new shit. And we're selling the old shit to, oh, I don't know, let's go back to 1992 and the talk Taliban. about Osama bin Laden. The Taliban. We, we, we gave Osama bin Laden all of that shit, and we, then we made the new Russians. shit. And, and we then, can well, even guess go back, what? We can even go back to Reagan when he traded firearms for... Prisoners yeah, of war. Hey, yeah. here, take <laughs> weapons to give our guys back, please, so you can kill more of our guys. That makes sense. Insanity. That makes sense, man. So they go to a completely and, different point. And wait, Hollins, I also want to say, not only do we do that for money reasons, we have the only engineers that can work on that shit. So once we sell it to Iran, now Iran has to pay our contractors to maintain the equipment because we're the only people with spare parts. Right. So Absolutely. we keep Iran in our pocket, or so we hoped, until shit fucking blew up. So I'm Literally. 
So we're going to dive into a few of the realms that are on like the blue collar everyday level when it comes to the justice system. I'm not talking about like murderers and rapists and shit like that yet, but just like everyday, everyday offenses that people have to run into. We're every also day. brought to you by Camel Crush Cigarettes. I'll yes, we are. Um, so what I want to say is like when it comes to things like traffic court or the family courts, there it's a huge fucking game. Let me give you a for instance. When I crashed my car last year, okay? When I went to court for the uh, careless driving ticket that I was issued, even though a motherfucker slammed on his brakes and I just didn't react fast enough, still my fault, I get careless driving. Well, when I go, now careless driving is a cheap ticket. It's only 85 bucks. Reckless is way more. Careless is only 85 bucks and two points. Oh, that's okay? the same amount you pay for drinking in the Pine Barrens. Exactly. <laughs> no, so, 79. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so 85 bucks and two points. But I really didn't want points on my license. So when I present this to the prosecutor, when I go, I'm like, look, like, I want to see what I can do to not pay the point, uh, not take points on this. Like, guy signed on his brakes, all that shit. Hang on. Dan, Dan no problem. Um, we can take care of all of that for you. You only owe us $875. Not that much. That's exactly. But, yes, they said, instead, we'll give you unsafe driving. It's no points. But today, you have to give us 450 I'm like, you motherfuckers. Like, I don't have 450 yeah. Well... Guess you're taking the two points and 85 bucks, asshole, because he walked his pretty little ass over with his big-time paying job, walked up to the judge and said, hey, judge, make your decision. She said, oh, yeah, sure. Just make sure you take 450 of them. We don't need points. Walked over to me and said, hey, you got 450 today? I had to say fucking no and take the two points. It's a big money-making game. It's all mm -hmm. a scheme. And the points are what? The points are the same as state boundaries. They're made up. How many cops? It's just fucking yeah. made up. How yeah. many cops do you see driving around your town looking for people doing bad things versus how many cops do you see hiding behind a big sign waiting for a speeding ticket to drive by them? Right. If you're waiting... And, oh, wait, no, not just a speeding ticket. You weren't wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> do I smell marijuana in this car? Yeah. Like, it's just... Bullshit. They're uh, all right, I'm not just going to get into cops because, yes, we need them, but oh we my can, God, do I hate the way no, they run. We're talking about the justice system. We'll get into them tonight. Don't worry about it. We've this got time. Long episode, <laughs> yeah, man. we've got time. But, and then when you talk about family court, if you've got issues with custody or with even just trying to settle things with child support, not only the ringer you have to go through making phone calls oh, and being put on divorce hold even. and yeah. waiting for return calls, th there's like. It's one of them, like, possession is, what is it, nine-tenths of the yeah. law? If today Jess was to leave the state with the fucking kids, let's say she got married and left the state with the kids, even though Cora is my biological child and has no more or less blood in her from me than she does from Jess, do you know the process I would have to go through to, to get, get any kind back. of justice to get these children back? It's fucking crazy, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I know people who still can't see their kids just because their crazy spouse who was mad at them left the state with the kids and they just, you know what they do? They just don't return the court's phone calls or they just don't show up for the visitation thing. Yeah. And they just get to keep them. Like, it's fucking crazy. There is absolutely no justice whatsoever in not only traffic court, but in family court as well. Mm. And men get fucked. Big time oh, in yeah. family court. Dude. I love those commercials on the radio for the lawyer who represents strictly guys in divorces. Oh, you know, yeah, and He's like, we've been you know, taking care of guys for the past 25 years, and uh, we know that you know it can be difficult to be a man in a divorce situation, so we got your back, and we're in all the states. Because <laughs> I will tell you, man, yep. there is still, like, 
I love it that, you know, we're trying to make everything equal and all that. And we're always fighting for equal rights and equal women's it pay and all that. It seems to be kind of unequal, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because I'll tell you, there are plenty of aspects that don't get fought for. And you don't see many marches on. Men get fucked in family court. If you're a dad, you're automatically a deadbeat dad. And it's beat, dude. It's Joe, fucking Joe beat. Joe Rogan tells a story about this uh, couple that he knows... They got married when he was just like, a, he was working in the movie industry as like a PA or something like that, a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. He worked his way up the ladder to the point where he was making tens of millions of dollars a year. God, like, someone find me that dude ladder. Dude got yeah. fucking rich. Bitch decides, you know what? I'm done with you. And it was a messy divorce. The way he tells the story is this guy truly is a sweetheart. And the wife just dragged him through the fucking ringer. She's like, oh, well, you know what? He beat me. There is no evidence whatsoever that that ever happened. That's all you need to say. And guess what? He owes her half. So now they get divorced. He makes $10 million a year. He owes that cunt $5 million a year. Well, guess what? He no longer has that job. He's down to making $78,000 a year now. Guess what he owes that bitch? Half. Five million dollars a year. That he doesn't make half, sense. Even when he doesn't miss <coughs> anywhere close to that yes. anymore. And it's that was an exaggeration. I think he only makes like 500000 a year. But he still owes her what she left the relationship. And that is in California. So California's divorce laws are fucked. It's funny you say that because in Liar Liar... The technicality that Jim Carrey gets his client off on is that when they got married, she lied about her age, so she was underage when she entered the prenuptial agreement, which means it was a void contract, which means she gets half his shit, and all she was was some stay-at-home bitch who fucked other guys and cheated on them, and Uh he was a multi-millionaire business guy, and she got like $11 million, and then even got child support payments on top of that mm-hmm. simply because she lied about her age and she lied but it was still void it was beneficial to her it to was lie. beneficial to her yeah. to lie about her like that's fucking <laughs> and that was california that's fucking crazy yeah no Cal- that's, and that's a mockery <coughs> making a mockery of california's laws because apparently california has the most absurd laws uh, as far as it goes with well when everyone smokes custody. that much weed like what the fuck do you expect? <laughs> i got a question for you guys isn't like the whole women's rights thing because men have been in power for so long didn't we make these fucking laws (laughs) or isn't this all our fault because we were the ones that somehow thought it was a good idea i can't wrap my head around that that's some dipshit what are women fighting for if they already get half our shit what are they fighting for that was funny you You don't have a job you get half my shit you know what's funny? You actually have a stay-at-home... And this is probably one of the biggest reasons I love my wife, because she's a realist with some shit. You have a stay-at-home mother in there who, when she turns on the TV and sees women marching, she's like, I don't know what these cunts are marching for. Like, mm-hmm. everything's fine. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, unless you, you make get the divorced. Now. <laughs> job. Uh, unless you get divorced, and then that statement changes. Yeah. And then, <laughs> seriously, what are you going to do for money? <laughs> 
<sighs> that spins around real quick, and then she's in the front of the march, dude. <laughs> I, like I would hope so. Higher paying job. I like how he takes a big swig of whiskey after that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to get, like, hopefully funny. I don't want to go on any rants that no one finds funny tonight. <laughs> but I told you I was going to get, like, drunk, funny, angry. Like, this, like oh, fuck the justice system our, and judges and our cops. Our second episode tonight is going to be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. A blast. Yeah. Especially when I'm passed out in a puddle of my own urine on the fucking garage floor. It'll be a blast. Shit, I might be sleeping on your couch depending on how fucked up the roads You get. guys do know that's always an option don't ever don't ever be like i guess i gotta drive home like fuck you like we're all grown adults we're over 30 you ain't gotta like all you guys say you don't even have to ask you have to say dan i gotta crash on your couch tonight yeah. oh yeah fucking ain't right go ahead i don't give a shit now don't mind me when i walk around the house naked at two in the morning yeah. eating sour cream and onion chips out of the bag in the middle of the kitchen because i'm fucked up and crinkle, can't sleep crinkle motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Look at my dick. <laughs> How do you like that? Sour cream, onion, and dick. Short, shriveled, and always to the, the left. That's, that is how Italian. That's well, how Italian. you guys know that when I get drunk, there's only one thing that I will do. And it won't be looking at your dick. It will be snoring so loud that I will make sure you don't get back to sleep. I thought you were going to say get a back massage from the shower water and then jerk off on the bathroom floor. <laughs> That's tomorrow morning. And Great. hopefully your what kids do you don't think, pick the lock. What do you think it's like in prison if you're a really loud? Snore. Do you think the other prisoners oh, you fucking get beat, beat the shit you out get of you? Well, let me ask. I've actually heard nothing that. You can do well, let me tell you this: If I was in prison for life already on a murder charge, and you were snoring and keeping me up in the last hellhole I'll spend the rest of my life in, I will probably smash your skull with a brick to shut you up. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm going to be there for life anyway. Yeah. And if they bring on the electric chair, fuck it. At least I get a last meal. Yeah. Okay. Again, I, mean, I will not do really well in prison because no. I snore like 10 dead bears. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's funny. The calmest, most peaceful, and humblest of us, which is Josh, would probably do the best in prison because he has a look of, you probably shouldn't fuck with me. He's just, he's a bigger dude. He's got the beard going on. You know what I mean? He'd be a librarian. He'd be the guy running... Uh, he'd, he'd be like Shawshank Brooks. Yeah. He'd stop you know Brooks and Shawshank Redemption? Yeah. Grab, grab the heroin from the uh, from the P.O. He would then put it in a book, put it on the book cart, and walk it out to the different cells, and jo- Josh would make a living in prison. Yeah, he would yeah. do just fine. Hopefully Me? I wouldn't end up hanging myself in a hotel room because I've been in prison since, like, before cars were a thing. Pots? <laughs> and I'm assimilated to the prison system. Pots and all his autism would say something socially wrong to someone in prison and get fucking stabbed. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right? yeah, I would not last long. I'd he would like, tell why, someone the Why do all you truth? black people hate all, <laughs> yeah, right. hate all the Spanish people? You're all brown. <laughs> he would do something exactly You're like that. You're just slightly less brown than he is. <laughs> And me, someone just like... You dead, honky. You fucking dead. Someone just asked me what the tattoo is on my left arm. I'd say it's Journey's Greatest Hits. And and I would just start getting mouth raped. Like, for no reason. Or everyone in that particular prison's like, ah, yeah, Steve Perry, he's pretty good. (laughs) Do the album Street Talk? Oh, Sherry's my favorite. (laughs) But I think Oh Foolish is underrated. Dan, what you need to do is you go in and immediately pretend that you're Dennis Leary's son. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really Dennis Leary. Let me fucking tell you about fucking drugs and cigarettes. Like, all right, this guy's all right. Give him a microphone. This will be great. I've always been appreciated being compared to Dennis Leary. That's uh, that's uh, 
that warms my heart. You, know you I mean? look more and more like Dennis Leary every time I see you. Because I get older, and he's getting older, so it just, it just keeps on going. Yeah. No, no, you've got Especially, the mannerisms, you get the the hand movements, the leather jacket, the the hair that looks like Han Solo's. Yeah, I know. I got the whole fucking thing going on. I'm just waiting for you to become a firefighter <laughs> and start doing Ford commercials. <laughs> Best in class payload, best in class towing. <laughs> I didn't even notice it was his voice until like fucking like two years after those commercials are coming out. I was like, that's Dennis Larry, isn't it? And he's the we tiger. We don't just raise the bar, pal. We, we are, are the bar. bar. <laughs> that's right. Does that mean you can be pretty low every once in a while? Every now and then. <laughs> in America, if you're low. the justice system, you can set the bar pretty low. <laughs> so back, right on, back track. on track. Yeah, the America's, America's justice system is the Ford of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably the best way to put it. So now here's another statistic about our prison system. Um, we have... Mostly blacks. Okay. We have... <laughs> Spanish. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to continue that statement, disregarding the Not many Asians. <laughs> They're generally a peaceful people who just reprogram computers. We have you never see Canadians. more people in prison than any other country in the world. And oh, that, yeah, per capita, dude? Absolutely. includes China. That includes China. That includes India. Both of these countries, over a billion people. America takes them. Yep. Well, and we have one-third the population. Here's yep. another thing to think about. Uh, when you compare us to China and India, bringing up two that are really uh, strict with punishment. Now, here's the thing with those places. You go somewhere in China and you spit on the ground, you're going to jail. Now, so there's like there's different expectations. So, okay, so here, if you're driving drunk and you kill someone, you're going to go to jail... People still drive drunk. You go over to the like you go over to like Malaysia or something right. where the laws are insanely strict. If you spit your gum out, you might get caned in the street. Well, you might not go to jail. The police might just be like, "Oh, that's the guy." Isn't Malaysia <laughs> dirty as fuck? Isn't there like ridiculous? Yeah, because of all the gum spitters. There's slums That's everywhere. That's why they're you go. so serious about it. Because there's people spitting fruit stripe gum that. everywhere. There's slums you go everywhere, but in in reality, you see these places that have insanely strict laws. There's not a lot of people breaking the law over there. Oh, of course, because no one wants to get yeah, fucking beaten they don't with have a cane and then <laughs> thrown into a dirt cell where roaches climb into your ear and mouth at night when you sleep on a pissed now, wooden floor. Now, here's the thing. We you do have out. better prisons than most of the rest of the world. And by better, I mean, you know, More the, modern. the living situation is better. Yeah, and they probably, but, but here's the thing, they probably should, like, I know we're shitting on the justice system in this country tonight, but the prisons probably shouldn't be that good. It's fucking ridiculous that people have oh, yeah. that good of a lifestyle when they're like convicted murderers. And you're like, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's you know, it's tough. They, they only see the outside one hour a day. Yeah, when they go back to their room, they have a room with books and they're just left in and peace. And cable television. Like, yeah. like Charles Manson was just left in peace the entire Charles time. Manson. Charles Manson did not want to leave prison. No, he did not, he because who the fuck would hire Charles Manson yeah. to got out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, like... A cult. People would just kill him. <laughs> they would just kill him. And you know what Charles Manson didn't have to do after he went to prison? Pay fucking taxes. Yep. <laughs> 
I gotta pay what? taxes. Guess who didn't? Charles Manson. Motherfucker. Charles Manson's got a fucking lazy boy recliner. Had, well, he's dead now, so had, fuck yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, had. <laughs> he's dead now, so and fuck a him. fucking swastika carved into his head. But yeah, it's I mean, a winner right there. I think the. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you look at our justice system, every part of it is completely unbalanced from. A, what we just talked about, the conditions of people who were convicted murderers are living like well. But then you look over here and it's like, but you've got people who shouldn't be in prison. They're in fucking prison for dumb shit like marijuana. And then, I mean, there's just so many imbalances. I have no idea how it got this bad. We need to how make the, the punishment fuck? fit the crime better. I Absolutely. Don't think that locking a bunch of bad people up in cages <laughs> really but solves the problem. not just bad people. There's people in there who are on. Like on trial because or on trial convicted and go to jail because they didn't pay their taxes because they'd rather feed their family. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. Those people do not need to be locked up. Yeah, at all. They it's, don't. They need to have a car and have a job America, and be able to provide. The prison system. Uh, I believe the statistic is something to the tune of like seventy-two uh, percent of our prisons are corporately run. They're oh, not private, private prisons. Private they prisons. are private prisons. Yep. Profit prisons. Actually, guys, continue. I want to look that statistic up so I'm not full of shit. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think that punishments need to fit crimes better. Well, we brought this up in Who Invited This Dictator, which was you know a few episodes back. And I did sound like a complete fucking whack job. But truth be told, punishment should fit crime. If you're a molester or rapist... Something needs to happen to your privates. Yeah. Something awful needs yeah, to happen you to your should, privates. You should forcibly become a eunuch. Yeah. And if and I don't mean just forcibly become a eunuch like we put you under and then remove your shit. I mean like we dip your nuts in fucking honey and then throw you in a cage with a lion who's coked up. That's how <laughs> we then, get... But you know, that lion's going to just fucking murder that person. Uh, then a bear. Because the, the bear goes way, for honey. Poo taught us either that. Either way, Guys. yes, remove their testicles. But then <laughs> that's the end of their punishment. They don't get locked away for years afterwards. Nah. They just have no sex drive anymore because they have no testosterone because they have no testicles. I, I was wrong. Um, so statistics from the U.S. Department of Justice show that as of 2013... There are 133,000 state and federal prisoners housed in privately owned prisons in the United States, constituting 8.4% of the overall U.S. prison population. Wow. Yeah, that now, was... now, let's let's do a little bit of math here. 133,000 and only, that is only 8.4%. It's like so... 2.4%. Something million. So here, yeah. So all American you gotta do is really. I mean, we'll round it to ten percent for easiness' sake, and you times that by ten. So what was one hundred thirty-three thousand? Yeah. So you times that by ten. You're talking about we're one, at a million. We're at a million. But it's we'll take more away than the three hundred. It's over two million. Yeah. I mean, American person. That's how many people are like two fucking million. But that's also it's a higher percent than every other country. It's just not a high percent. Because there's 350, almost 400 million people in the country. So 2 million would be 2% if there was only 100 million people in the country. Well, here's the thing. So One, it's a, there, there's over, uh, according to the U.S. Bureau of Justice Statistics, <coughs> uh, again, 2013, 2.22 million adults were incarcerated in the U.S. in federal and state prisons and county jails as of 2013. That's about 
almost 1% of adults in the U.S. population. That means out of every 100 motherfuckers you meet, one's well, locked now, up. Now, additionally, additionally, one out of 51 people are on parole or probation. So that's 4.75 million. They were once in the prison system. Yeah. They're on parole. Damn. Yeah. And it's for dumb shit. A lot of it's for dumb shit. Yeah. Like, when you're on parole and probation, like, it's for crazy fucking shit. There is no reason to be keeping tabs. Like, there's people we should be keeping tabs on that we don't, and yet these motherfuckers have a yeah, watch on them. and I agree. Rapists. <laughs> so, people who are habitual offenders. <laughs> someone on their third uh, armed robbery charge. Obviously, you're a habitual offender. You're, we're not fixing you. You're habitual. A rapist, almost always, someone who molests children is going to do it habitually. Uh, and that's, oh, yeah. it's and that's like, proven. It's not like one day you wake up and you're like, you know what I should try today? Sticking my fingers in a 10-year-old's butthole. Yeah. No, that's a problem you <laughs> yeah, regularly exactly. have. That's something no, you've been thing. thinking about for the past 19 years and, about well, how tight it would feel. that's a sexual proclivity. <laughs> so the same thing like if we were to say all lesbians should go to jail... That's the same thing as saying all molesters should go to jail because that's your sexual proclivity. So if you're a woman who's into women, that's what you're into and you're always going to be into it. If you are a grown man thing, and you're into diddling little kids, you're, you're a piece always going to be into that. Yeah, but fuck Put those you. people away forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Incurable. I feel like prison should be for people who can never come out. Yeah. Only people who deserve life in prison should be in prison. The people who are only serving five and six year sentences, we can come up with other shit for them. Yes, oh, absolutely. yeah, but all right, now here's where I can't completely agree with you. What are you going to do when someone is a habitual drunk driver and they won't pay their fines? Actually, do you how, how, how do you solve that problem? I'm not going to pay my fines. They are to never operate a motor vehicle again. Yeah, but then they, don't, then they can't get to a job to pay their fines. That's not the justice system's problem. No, no fines. Like, that's the punishment, is that if you are caught operating a motor vehicle drunk, you may never drive again. But... but you and, cannot. And I'm not trying to defend the justice and system. And if you're caught, but then here's you the, go away from But life. here's the problem. Now you can't drive a motor vehicle. Let's say you're in an area like ours, okay? Your odds of surviving now that you can't drive, because there's no such thing as being able to hold... And maintain a decent, well-paying job Move to without a car. Philly, where you I'm can just, walk to your job. I'm just saying, like, oh you, no, your life is going to be you, different. You inc- no, all I'm saying is no, and I agree with you. But you increase the odds of them committing crimes because they can't find work. And I, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, but that's what happens. It's kind of like guys who, when they don't pay child support, what's the first thing they do? Take their license. That well, what the does fuck? not make sense to me at all. You take their license, now they can't find a job, now they can't pay the fucking child support anyway. Yeah. Like, there's got to be another method of punishment. So, I want to get a little... That is so retarded. It makes That's no one sense. one of the dumbest punishments I've ever heard of. You're going to remove the guy's <laughs> ability to get to work because he couldn't pay the money that he needed to pay. Oh God! People need to. So earlier I made earlier I made kind of a heinous comment, but I actually want to ask you guys a serious question. I want to see your inputs on it because it's something that gets talked about all the time. And I want to see, and this is this is some deep shit. But I want to see what you guys have to say because you guys are always 
the, the kind of guys who bring something different to the table than me. And that's kind of why we're all friends. We have different ideas about shit. I made that fucking heinous cracker oil when Pot said, you know what we have in prison? And I said, blacks. There's always that argument that the reason why it's majority blacks in prison is because us as whites have forced them into social economic hardness. We purposely target them and we purposely lock them up and we purposely put them through the ringer. It's targeted How racism you, without outright racism. Do it's you not guys KKK walking the streets, but the police are it's acting not the same that way. Either, right. though. It's not that either. It's because the blacks have been shit on throughout history. And because of that, now they're finally starting to get some power in the world. They're starting to be treated like regular people, like they fucking should have been forever, because your skin color doesn't matter. Doesn't but the problem is, where we are standing on this ladder of shit that we've achieved throughout history, the blacks have been shit on the whole time. They haven't been able to achieve anything because they've been shit on forever. So now we have this huge stepping stone above yeah. them simply well, only, because our ancestors were treated You better. even go back to the 50s, we wouldn't allow them to buy houses in white neighborhoods. Exactly. So they nope. couldn't live in exactly. a good neighborhood. They couldn't live in a neighborhood. They had to live in a bad neighborhood. Um, the know? biggest argument is, oh, well, they live in a slum because that's the way they like to live. Well, no, no, it's not. Shitty that's all people, they can fucking afford. Shitty people live in a slum and African Americans are forced to to live with them. So, so it's a perpetual cycle. What I'm saying is there's probably a lot of blacks in prison because a lot of black people are committing crimes. What I'm saying is it's not the black person's fault that they're committing that crime. It goes back throughout history that they have constantly been shat on and start the race way behind where we start the race. And let yeah. me give you a modern, real-life local example, recent example of something that's happened Obama. to a white to a no, that's one to derail all of this. To sorry. a white guy and Joshua you both have probably heard it. I lived in an apartment at one oh one A uh one oh one A Cooper Street, a corner of Cooper and Virginia in Haddon Township, New right Jersey. Outside of Camden. Not no no not not that close. It was Hatton Township, not Collingswood. Oh okay. Yeah, and so I lived in that apartment. So I always remember that corner apartment, and it rings home to me every time I pass it. Me too, dude. A few years back, I think two years now, there was a a man. I'm gonna call him gentleman. A man who went to our high school. His last name was Criado, and he was only like 21 when this happened, and he lived in the apart same apartment complex I lived in. Years later. So when I saw it on the news, I was like, get the fuck out of here. His three-year-old son went missing in the middle of the night. He made this bogus 911 phone call like, I think my son got away. Like, I don't know what happened. He must have walked out and left. Long story short, they found his three-year-old son eventually down by Cooper River, dead. Autopsy couldn't really prove exactly what happened. Really, they thought that he was just, he was suffocated, Okay. But found his son down by Cooper River, not only eight blocks away, okay? And it all came out that this guy, this, guy, this kid, because he's only 20 or whatever the fuck age he was, had a girlfriend who didn't like that he had a kid. Didn't like it, and it was messing up his relationship because he was separated from his baby mama. She didn't like he had a kid because they were younger and went to party all the time. And he fucking 
He killed his kid. He suffocated his kid. I don't give a fuck what the courts say. He suffocated his kid and had someone drop him off at the river. He got 10 years in a plea bargain, and it wasn't called murder. It was called depriving his child of oxygen. Not that he suffocated or strangled him. He, they, didn't, he didn't let the kid get enough oxygen. Yes, and he was given 10 years. That motherfucker will serve seven on good behavior and will be out because he's white and because his daddy has a lot of money because his daddy owns a window company. <laughs> motherfucker will spend seven years max in, and they got, I think they even got him moved to like a prison in another state. Where, where it's not as bad. Chill, it's, yep, white collar You motherfucker. Killed his kid. He'll be out in seven years. Yeah. And he's a, if you ever met this dude, he's a complete blank stare sociopath. Okay. Sociopath. Black guy kills his kid because his <coughs> girl doesn't want him to have a kid. Uh, he's caught for it. He is convicted of murder one because it's premeditated. You knew what you were going to do before you did it, and then you did it, and he is sentenced to 25 years to life. And that's the difference. Yeah. And, that, and that's local shit. Like, people in Haddon Township were rocked that this happened. Like, people could not believe that something like this happened in, like, no. small town Haddon Township. And that's, that's where the frame, uh, the phrase, getting away with murder comes from. Because yeah. people will literally get away <laughs> with murder. And Whereas even if we rule color, anyone else won't. Even if we rule color well, out of this except one. for OJ Simpson. Even if we yep. rule, well, that's because Johnny Cochran. Because he had money. He had money. He, he, he had white lawyer. people money. And, well, that, well, that's the thing. No, he that was, afford that white But that was the opposite working in your advantage. Lawyer, Johnny Cochran did play. No, no. If you watch the trials, Johnny Cochran did play the race card. That's where being black worked in OJ's advantage. Johnny oh, Cochran right. played right. the. He's black, and that's why you're coming after him. Card, and that's why. Actually, he, Johnny Cochran played the nonsense defense. Yeah, the oh, the glove don't fit. If you must quit. Fit, you must quit. You must quit. <laughs> Johnny Cochran literally played the nonsense defense. So, but let's take race back out of it again. Let's get right back to the justice system. Johnny Cochran is black. All right, I thought right. I was right. No. Um, so let's just take race out of it for a second. Let's right back to the justice system with this one. Can you believe that anyone, regardless of their color, gender, creed, or whatever? could actually kill their kid and get off on 10 years. Kill their kid and then somehow come back into society. After only maybe seven if they're good in prison. Can you fucking believe that? No. It's insane. But there's other people who are locked up for 15 to 20 for marijuana offenses. Yeah. Or, uh, or, um, you know, like wire fraud or tax evasion. Right. Yep. It's insane. And no one. That guy ended life. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do. And no one bats an eye at these crazy inconsistencies in how we punish people. It's yeah, it fucking blows my mind. It's crazy yeah. shit. And I want to make like a funny joke about it, but I'm so whiskey mad right now uh, that someone else is going to have to be funny. I, I, no, I honestly thought this was going to be a long ass episode. I don't think it should be because I'm just starting to get angry as fuck. And yeah, all right. I want to do is just yell about yeah. how much our, uh, our justice system is broken and I don't have any facts to back myself up with. I am waiting for the SWAT team to come in and fucking bust us you know, for whatever peaches we might have in this place. You know what I mean? <laughs> get on the crowd, scumbag! 
we have yet to mention the no, location. Dan, <laughs> one of the funniest things you've ever said on this podcast is uh, a couple weeks ago when we were talking, you're like, he's got a pastrami on rye! It was stolen! That's clearly <laughs> a Jewish sandwich! He, <laughs> said, he said that's clearly a Jewish sandwich. Yeah. I said he's got a pastrami on rye. Get on the fucking ground, scumbag. That's clearly a Jewish sandwich. We've got an African-American with a Jewish sandwich. Get on the ground. Must yeah, be stolen. Yeah, no, that was fucking funny. No, I don't get many of those those uh, those moments, but that, that was normally it's outright racist. That was funny racist. Exactly. <laughs> hey, we all have to, we all have our part to play in this fucking podcast, right? And I play my part well. If we can't make light out of a fucked up situation that really none of us are a part of, I don't think that any one of us is truly deep down racist to the fact where we think that we're above you because of your skin color. You know, so I think we're all gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's all it's all jokes. I mean, usually, unless Dan says it, it's all jokes. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck you, dude. There we go. No, it is. It's one of them things that, like, where I've seen, I have seen the privilege shine through for me, and I just act like it's normal. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, the thing is, listen, that I have are... I have white privilege, and I'm not going to give it up. <laughs> the thing is that there are black exactly. people with vast power and vast uh, knowledge and vast wealth that you will never accrue oh. in your life. It's not like you're actually better than these people, so you you know you hate them because you're better. You can't think you're better. There are black people out there that will do better than the three of us combined throughout our lives. Yeah, there's black people who make me look like people. a fucking retard. Yeah. And there are awesome people. I'm not saying that there are black people that aren't scumbags. There are no, white people that are scumbags. Yes, and there in are this Asians local area, that are fucking scumbags. There are Indian people that are scumbags. We got three white people in this garage right now that are, are fucking scumbags. They are all scumbags. <laughs> Or we just don't rob anyone. We can't be racist because we're no better than anyone else except the people who rob other people. <laughs> and rape other people and kill other people. I think the it's biggest Jesus thing that makes Christ, Indian man. scumbags is that every time I call them for help, all they do is tell me to restart my computer. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> annoying, isn't it? Yes, I already shut my computer like, off. Like, don't you have a different solution for me, God damn it? I no, thought your brain was supposed to be ten times the size of mine. I wasn't born in 1913. I understand that a computer needs to be reset. <laughs> Already tried it, dickbag. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can run some diagnostics. Yeah, Fuck do you. that. You should have done that before you Could asked you me if I shut it please give me your sign-in password so I can control your computer remotely? And next time I call you and you tell me your name is Bob, you're full of shit. Okay? <laughs> my name, hello, my name is Thomas Jefferson. I've heard that. I have heard that. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas I called T-Mobile at like <laughs> one in the morning and Thomas Jefferson answered the phone in India. <laughs> Yo, you're bullshitting awesome. the fuck out of me right now, Thomas. Hello, my name is Bill Gates. Bullshit! <laughs> Didn't you pen the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence? Didn't you write the Declaration of Independence? Why don't you just recite back the first No, they were just sick things. of people saying, like, Hello, my name is Alushad Vakhedzit. 
Is there, oh, yeah, no, uh, click. Yeah, totally yeah. got it. <laughs> Can you transfer me to someone whose name is Tom? Please. Maybe Tom they were sick Jefferson. of white people and their white people privilege. This has gotten way off track, and I don't know if we can get back on track. <laughs> I actually think we've been right on cue yeah, the whole fucking right time. No, 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 no. This one got real racy real fast. It's and right, hey, because race is a thing that we all and, have to uh, deal with. And that's with. a big part of our justice system, I yes, get it. it's a huge part of the justice system. As long as we can all agree at the end of the day that we're all one. And we all get fucked pretty hard in the ass. Yeah. Some harder than others, but we all get fucked. No one who's below the justice system is really in an advantageous stage. We're all fucked. Well, unless no, unless you've got like a whole lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> but but they're not people. The they're fucking system. demons. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck yeah. all the people they're, with uh, money. They're reptilians, right? <laughs> Absolutely. The reptilian brain only. Well, I will say this, that we have seen not only in day-to-day lives but on the news everywhere the idea that justice for all it doesn't fucking exist yeah it it doesn't doesn't. no one gets fucking justice or the right justice and if they do they got it because their wallets are fat as shit and their skin is ridiculously pale that and and they're not getting justice they're walking (laughs) above justice yeah they are fucking and they're laughing while they do so absolutely my friend so, hey, it's fucked. Now, did us complainers, did we bring any solutions to the table tonight? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. have any solutions? I the, got one. No. If someone steals something, <coughs> remove their property ten times what they stole. So if they stole somebody's car, it was worth 7000 you take $70,000 worth of their stuff. Dude, to be honest with you, like, you see the People solution. People stealing seven grand don't have seventy grand to give. They're living in a one-bedroom apartment worth nothing because the apartment company owns it. And they're, <coughs> stu- you know, it's Force like- them to work slave labor at $12 an hour until they've paid off their okay, $70,000 debt. We're it's back not at prison, it's work. In- but we're back at putting Okay, to be honest now. with you, the most sense I've ever seen in the justice system was in a Disney movie. Aladdin was going to, or Jasmine was going to, she stole an apple to give to a kid in Aladdin, and the big dude who ran the apple stand was going to cut her fucking hand off. Yeah. Ha- Hammurabi's code. That's justice. That's you the, steal, honestly, that's you lose the, a fucking hand. That's what I was about to interject, that the thing that it, that makes the most sense to me is you receive a punishment equal to your crime. If you steal something small, you lose a finger. You steal a car, you lose a hand. You steal uh, a shitload of someone's property, you lose your arm. Guess what? They're not going to steal again. And if they do... They lose their They'll be other seriously arm. handicapped at doing so. <laughs> if I run up to a random woman on the street and sexually harass her by sticking my nose in her asshole, go, oh, God, that's good. You cut my nose off. Yeah, and then no you just more look like or Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Spray a tiny bit of acid up into the nose that neutralizes your scent receptors so that you can no longer smell again. Yeah. You know, why don't you have to point out how much more intelligent you are than the rest of us? It pisses me off, to be I, honest. I'm not trying to. I just come up with fun ways to torture people. Fun. I don't have any solutions, but I do think that our justice system needs a serious revamping. 
<laughs> all day long. From the on, bottom to the top. All, what really all needs to happen is our money system needs a serious revamping so that people aren't living in squalor and poverty trying to pay for a family that's far too large. So now... We need a redistribution of wealth to give everyone a shot. You know what I think we should do? We should play the same card everyone else does. If you want to change the laws, everyone write to your local congressman because they'll be sure to take it seriously and change things. Someone from their campaign will write back to you. You'll actually reach them. Thanks for your input. We don't give a fuck what you think. Call the White House and leave your message for the president about how you think he's doing. He'll be sure to personally <laughs> listen to it and make all adjustments necessary. Right after he's done banging Stormy Daniels. That's right. <laughs> we're getting hey, who's the other one? There was another playmate. Or we're getting cum all over Monica Lewinsky's face. Yeah. Alright. Right. Justice I think it's system. Time to wrap this up because I'm dress. hungry as fuck. On the dress, on the desk. Are we wrapping this up because we ran out of material <laughs> yeah. or because you're hungry? Uh, yes. Say because you're hungry. I'm I'm hungry and I've got nothing else to add. Good to this. because we have plenty of material. We can keep going if we wanted to. It's just because Potts is hungry. Yeah, yeah. that's definitely it. I'm the asshole. Let's end this. So then, while you tell them, Potts, where they can find us on social media, um, start us off. Come check us out on Instagram. You can find me at Easy Potsy. You can find Dan at Danny T underscore W I T G Podcast. You can find the podcast at W I T G Pod. Uh, Dan, where can they find us on Twatter? On Twatter, my friends, we have finally started to not only Twatter, but Instagram as well and Facebook. We are becoming more social media active, so you can find us on Twitter and find recent posts. And we are at WITG Podcast. And uh, just look for the the uh, the photo of us three in black and white. It says, who invited this guy? And you'll see all of our most recent posts about our fantastic episodes. And make sure you fucking follow us. And someone leave us a fucking review on iTunes. Josh, where else can they find us? Search Facebook for who invited this guy. You will most definitely find some of our shit. Most definitely you'll find some of our shit. With that, can we please put up a toast and a great big fuck you to the American justice system. Absolutely. You've been fucking us for far too long. It's time for a change. Indeed. Here, here. And as much as I like to get, like, all red, white, and blue on 4th of July and act like, America, greatest country ever, yeah, there's a lot of shit you need to fucking change. But, for Who Invited This Guy, another great episode, I'm Daddy T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And we're here, of course, to say, go fuck yourself. Seriously, guys, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself.